You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Now plug yourself in the ass. It's the time for another Go Plug Yourself podcast. Sarah. Hey. It's Thursday. How? In podcast How did this world. happen already? Thanks to time travel. <laughs> it's Thursday, which means that it is actually the opening night of the A to Z programming for Fringe. Fringe has been running stuff for like the past week and a half or two weeks, yeah. I want to say. But since this episode is coming out Thursday morning, that means that we are about to be into the real thick of it with like 100 shows a day, just non-stop. But non-stop. in the reality, that's in podcast world, in the reality, it's still Sunday, and we're having our fourth episode. We're recording with Laura Flynn. Yes. A.K.A. Flora Lynn. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> from, yeah. from Get Your Shuffle On. That's it. I did it. Yay! And we just found out just a minute ago that we totally have met before at Fringe. That's it. This time, last, well, Ish. give or take a week or two. Yeah. 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 Through mutual friend Marianne of Yale. Yeah. Who also has a Fringe show, who isn't actually on the show Atomic yet. Atomic City. So. Yes. Yay! But that's not what we're here to talk about. Yeah, we're here to talk about you. Forget yeah. about we that. could just talk about Marianne. <laughs> that's it. It would be joyful. <laughs> it would be great. <laughs> Sorry, Mariana, but it's not your turn. Mariana's <laughs> great, and if she doesn't end up on the show, we'll do a quick plug that she's doing an atomic a show called Atomic City, which is like a, a period uh, after the bomb apocalyptic comedy comedy at freestanding room. Yes, at the freestanding yeah. room. So the Mariana, she got her plug in there. If she All doesn't right. actually end up See. on the show, but get your shuffle on. Um, we do a thing where Sarah reads the press releases, and I don't. Aha! Uh-huh. So I don't know anything. About what's going on. So, what is the show about? I'm thinking, is there dancing? And um, there's a bit of dancing. Yeah, <laughs> I initially You're so had, clever. Yeah, wow. I'm just. I was like, what do I know? Get your shuffle. <laughs> um. Yeah. Well, you guessed rightly. There's a bit of dancing. Um. It's basically, I'm an only child, okay. and growing up as an only child in Ireland, as I'm sure anywhere. Well, for me, it was a lot of escaping into my imagination and creating characters. Okay. Um, so Get Your Shuffle On is basically me and the characters inside my mind. And it's based around a set of cards as well in, way, in which they'll be played with during the show. Okay. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, where about in Ireland did you grow up? And um, the northeast. So, like, so not even in a major city, like no. Like, well, it's a major city in Ireland. <laughs> Here, it's it's like a, a little village, um, Dundalk. I don't okay. know whether you know Harp Larger. I'm gonna go through all the things. I know that Harp. Are <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know Harp. The cores. Okay. No. The cores. Um, the band. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, also, yeah. President Bill Clinton came to visit our town. <laughs> oh, yeah. sweet. Is he one of the characters in the show? Did really no, know did you pretend to him? The time when I when I bring it back, I'll bring him in. <laughs> exactly, just sort of like, and as, as a child, Bill Clinton entered my life. <laughs> so this is, I guess, so this is something in a way like a, a life's work in a in a fashion, yeah. right? For sure, just, yeah. Like. So you're so hang on. I'm, I'm trying to under, under put put this all together like in terms of the show and also the inspiration of it. Yeah. So you're a little girl growing up in in what's the population? Thirty five, forty thousand. Yeah. Okay, so like that's that's a s- small city. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess I mean, did you have like 
all in my head it's just like rolling green hills in your backyard is that like oh no no <laughs> that's, no that's in my head um if you go out like five minutes of the town it's basically that oh, <laughs> if, if people from my town listen to this they're going to not even talk to me when I, go. <laughs> I love playing up to the stereotype um no it's a it's a pretty like it's a pretty moving town it's yeah. it's yeah good fun um it's just, yeah, the case that I escaped into just escapism from reality. Mm-hmm. And I grew up with my grandmother, so she's a major character in it. Um, okay. And my relationship with her, um, growing up with her, TV was an influence. So that also influences the characters right. and how the, the show goes. Okay. There's, yeah, I don't want to give too much away right. but yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah the spoilers yeah, yeah. <laughs> hint at them so you're, yeah. you're uh so do you play um do you play yourself looking in or do you play yourself as a as a younger version yeah are you um, the child in or, this, or are you or looking are you... back at your character there's both that way? okay both okay. interplay yeah okay. yeah so i i pop up as myself in various forms <laughs> 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 yeah various ages mainly you're correct me now right and me as a child slash adolescent okay yeah yeah cool so and then do you uh so is this do you is it a scripted piece or is it an improvised piece or is it a Um, little bit a little bit b we've been working with i started with the idea like properly when i knew i was getting into the fringe right um writing down ideas every day and stories just memories from childhood okay and then i got my director um marielaine cote yeah and she's involved with street theater okay and so we just we brought my ideas into workshop devising and then writing them down okay um there'll be a bit of interaction with the audience so that part will be partly improvise yeah, as soon as yeah, like, yeah. Uh, like crowd work yeah kind of exactly stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's it um but there are scripted pieces with the freedom to go outside of the box as well right oh, yeah. are you the are, are you the only performer so it's yeah okay so, yeah so there's nobody to stop you from going no exactly <laughs> if you, you want to go off page you can yeah exactly <laughs> that's what i because I've seen Marie-Hélène perform before, I love her stuff, and it's very much physical and some clown in there. I wanted, because I my background is improv, and I love it to bits, mm-hmm. um, I find as an improviser, I'm quite, I've got a case of verbal diarrhea. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my, also one of my aims as part of the fringe, to try and bring that back a yeah. little bit. And, I asked Marielaine, just that's my aim. Can you check in on it now and again? And mm-hmm. um, so we're working with that as well, movement. So yeah, okay, that's yeah. really interesting. <laughs> and in terms of like, because I when I read the the press release, I got that it was you, but I was like trying to visualize how you would be playing all these characters and like, like are you going to be changing a lot or are you? Um, gonna... there'll be there'll be like props and accessories that okay will show cool like when you're change so like when you're playing on your kid you have like your your chest full of like clothes and you're like putting That's, on a hat or whatever and, and you're yeah exactly um we've got a little setup it's not quite a a chest but um yeah but i'm yeah, just saying like it, that it, kind it, of no, inspiration that, that yeah. was my inspiration completely yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm sure you all every 
Well, I, I used to do that. Yeah, I'm wearing high heels that were way too big for me. Like, no, my, my to- me. I had a toy chest, but it was just full of like cars and Transformers <laughs> and stuff. But, and we were two boys growing up, so we didn't have a costume chest. <laughs> Oddly, we like as as adults, we now have like a costume yeah, chest. Yeah, like, oh, we kind of do that anyway. It's absurd, like because it's just like we were we're we go pretty hard on Halloween, like oh. like we're just like very intricate, like like no half-assing like we did um like david bowie as the goblin king and like sarah Sad. as sarah oh, from, wow. the, from labyrinth and we've done like full like full costume like uh joker and bat and harley quinn oh, but like wow. role reverse she was joker yeah. and i was harley quinn and it's just like our costumes are like stupidly intricate and and like and like, you've got a chat and we have yeah. like now two, two i think we're up we're up to two giant boxes because you're like you you paint and cut and modify everything, and yeah. now it's just sort of like we've had like we've gotten invited to like random costume parties. We're like, eh, and just like pop open the boxes <laughs> and just like pick and choose, and you're like, and we're ready. And we're that's it. Like, it's so much fun, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, and that's the element of childhood as well, in it. Yeah. You know, uh, we should just have more costume nights, Sarah. Just like Friday night, that's we're just gonna get a few bottles of wine and yeah. costume night. That's a great like uh, social, you know, yeah. event. Yeah. Costume night. Just come in costume. Doesn't need to be of anything in particular. Yeah, yeah. Just doesn't need to be your regular clothing. All inspired by your play now. Yeah, exactly. But I will say that despite not having a proper like dedicated costume trunk or costume thing, I as a kid dressed up constantly, all the time. Like I would like find like ski goggles and just like wear them well, and then like wear my dad's robe which was equivalent. like huge on me because yeah. it would like flow like batman and like yeah. and stuff, it's like a, my dad was like six two and i'm just a little kid so yeah. his robe would like trail behind me so far you know and i'd be like ah like yeah that's um so you escaped <laughs> as well into yeah 100 like i i had world. a like I was always a huge fan of like make believe stuff. Even with my friends and like even if it wasn't just like if you were playing alone, it's one thing and I would probably do that. But even with friends, we would just like play in the entire afternoon without oh, like that's another forever. play in itself. Yeah. 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 So much fun. Yeah, exactly. With friends, yeah. <laughs> that's it, where you're just sort of like okay, like so we're like in a space situation and we're like this especially like you grew up in Ireland I and mean, you didn't have tons of snow, but like no. winter is like make believe's like best friend because you have like this like yeah, malleable like structure that you can like you could build things and then like hide behind them and climb over them and all that. So yeah. make believe in wintertime was like the greatest. Another world, yeah. <laughs> exactly. You can make some slides and ramps and For all sorts sure. of stuff. Saying yeah. that in Ireland, when we did have snow, yeah. we, we went into make believe land. <laughs> like <instantly. laughs> the tiniest bit of snow. <laughs> it was like fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> just, just run with it. As yeah, far yeah, as you yeah. Can. yeah. And like well, growing up with your grandma, they're like, did you ever like take her stuff when she wasn't looking and like go in her closet and this, dress up not so much closet. <laughs> i remember breaking a, a necklace of hers like Ooh. a pearl necklace Ooh. and she was actually she was the kind of lady who material stuff didn't really matter so oh, okay. she wasn't she wasn't bothered with it but the thing that i did go this sounds really bad <laughs> she her bedside table she'd be down playing cards because that's another thing right, you said there's she, a card she, yeah, yeah big big patience player solitaire yeah um and i'd sneak up to her bedroom for <laughs> <laughs> i was addicted to the banalin that she had <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I just love the taste of it. And I take a few swigs and go back down to her. I think I got any drug problems out of the way at an early age. <laughs> <laughs> they must have been a wired kid. Like, yeah. Just... yeah. That's it. Do you have cocoa pops here? Yeah. Um, I was only allowed them at like birthday. I, you know, my birthday and Christmas. That was it. Like, you know, <laughs> special yeah. occasion. Yeah. yeah. Pop anything like that, so but you're sneaking Benel in the whole yeah. time. <laughs> <laughs> so good. That must have made your imagination go wild. I, know. <laughs> I couldn't get enough of it. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, yeah, because no, Sarah, Sarah, Sarah used to be babysat by your my Nona, grandmother a lot. Like, yeah, exactly. I so. used to do something kind of crazy, like <laughs> what you're talking about, but not like with drugs. But like when she would take her afternoon nap, and I was supposed to, I would wait until she falls asleep. I used to climb the counter to, on top of the fridge and then eat candy on top of there. And I could see inside her bedroom, so I knew when she would be awake. So, so wow. like little kids sitting down. on top of the refrigerator eating candy. Hot. You know, you should be a member of the FBI by now. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great plan. But yeah, no one knew that I did that until like when I Today. said this story like a year or two ago. Yeah, my yeah. parents were like, what? You well, used to like, climb the fridge. Yeah, you're like, no one fell asleep and I ate all the candy. <laughs> no, I didn't eat all the candy. I was very strategic so she wouldn't notice. So I would like, because they were colored, like these Italian candies that are like yeah. purple, orange, yellow, red, and green. Oh, wow. And like they were placed in a certain way in the box and it's like the specific box that you can only get with these candies and I was like used to pick through the middle oh my god <laughs> around Easter time I had cousins and since I was an only child I was sort of got all the attention but when my cousins came around it was war time because <laughs> the attention wasn't there so my my granny used to get Easter eggs for every one of uh, each of the grandchildren mm-hmm. yeah and I used to go rooting through the easter eggs and it's like amazing. that meticulously taking off the scotch tape <laughs> and taking a few of the eggs out and putting it back, back. that's yeah, so yeah. good <laughs> they're sort of like i'll teach you to make a holiday not about me yeah <laughs> i'll get all of it that's it yeah <laughs> i find you can get away more with grandparents yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Like, they're my... like, yeah, I don't have patience for this. Do whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> thing. It's the like. <laughs> you can drink my Betalin. I know you're, you're doing it. My, my... <laughs> I'm playing solitaire. I'm right sure now. she was totally aware of it. Yeah. My nephew gets spoiled rotten by, like, my dad. Like, it's just, especially, like, my nephew's really into, he's 15 now. Yeah. And he's, like, really, really into cars and stuff. And my dad's, like, super into cars. So they're like, oh, we're going to, like, we're going to get him, like, a beat down car and, like, we're going to, like, tune it up and, like, build it together. And I was like, I never got a car. Like, I'm like, my parents didn't just hand me a car, like, yeah. let alone, like, a tuned-up car. And then he bought him the, the RC car. Like, you know, wow. like, and, and when you're thinking RC car, you're thinking, like, something like from, like, Walmart from or the whatever. Walmart. No, no, that's not the RC car that my dad buys. My dad buys the, like, <laughs> An RC car that's RC. more, worth probably more than our actual yeah, car exactly. right now. <laughs> like, 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 these RC cars that you could, like, race on, like, RC car races. Yeah. Like, wow. that go faster than some real cars kind of thing. Like, and I was like, what are you, I was like, I remember, like, fighting for an RC car and eventually, like, on a special occasion getting a, like, a little crappy one, you and know. Did he give an excuse to you? You gotta learn hard, you know. He, I think, it, I think it was just like literally, like, oh well, there was two of you, and there's only one of him. Because like yeah. my nephew's an, only child, an only child, so he's also an only grandchild. Oh wow! So that's just like straight up spoiled by everybody because yeah. right? <laughs> he's the only 
he's the only grandchild yeah. either, too. So just and it's like, well, nope. That's he just gets everything. He gets know. all the Easter eggs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all, yeah. Any, any, exactly. Any, any family gathering, or whatever. He's literally the only one. You know, yeah. it's just like that. Eh, he gets it all. If there's wow. anything for children, it's just for him. Like very, that was a very charmed He's life. Tra- <laughs> Treasured. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I'm trying to like set myself up. Uh, where's your, where's the show? What's it's the Montreal venue? Improv. Um, Montreal Improv. Montreal yeah. Improv. So we go in. You're on stage. It's only you. There's yeah. a deck of cards. There's um, a, a, a trunk of costume bits, uh, or not, not a trunk. Quite a trunk. It's a box. Uh, yeah, there's, a coat there's, hook, a, there's something. There's a pile, elements. A heap. Yeah, there's yeah, elements. Yeah. There's yeah. there's costume elements around. Exactly. And then, so is there a? Are they like vignettes, or is there a narrative? Vignettes. Okay. It's so. more like a vignette with a common theme. Okay. Uh, so yeah. like themed vignettes that aren't, aren't that's, you're not necessarily. There'll be a, a theme throughout, but you're not necessarily like here's the start of a story at the beginning of a story. But the vignettes might, I guess, within their own exactly the, allowing the audience to take what they will from them. Um, and my aim is also, I think it's come through this interview that a lot of one's personal story is quite universal. Right. Yeah. So, um, that's my aim with my show. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, and. Rita, the character I did for Fringe for All, um, okay. she's going to be one another character that pops up quite a lot. Okay. Um, she'll be the one. Yeah, she'll have something to do with the cards. <laughs> cool. Did you have uh, when you were growing up? Did you have like a full imaginary friend ever, or did or or did oh were, my god, or were oh you always god. just like make believe? <laughs> oh. like... With that reaction, yeah. yes. <laughs> my uncle bought me a big massive teddy bear, which I was hoping I could put into the show, but right. I don't. I, I think my mother doesn't really have any sentimentality. She threw it out years ago. (laughs) But I used to um, pretend I had a big infatuation with, well, I still do, Patrick Swayze. (laughs) And I used to pretend this big teddy bear was Patrick Swayze. And I had a little car and I'd drive the teddy bear around (laughs) to me. (laughs) He was taking me off for a That's fantastic. That's not not full imaginary friend, though. That's That's Patrick Swayze. No, but that's (laughs) an imaginary boyfriend. That's an yeah, imaginary yeah. boyfriend, Patrick Swayze. That's and then we had like a, I'd, I'd phone up, I'd get a phone call. There was no one on the other end. <laughs> but it's Patrick Swayze. you a friend saying, you're going out with Patrick tonight? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. That's so good. <laughs> well, other than that, imaginary friends, mm, not one that I can think of. Not one that you yeah. can think of. Did you, hold on. Did you? I want to go back to this bear. You're back to Patrick Bear. <laughs> Did you call him Patrick? Yeah, I called him Patrick. Okay. He also doubled sometimes as um. There was a TV show back home called Blind Date. You'd have three contestants. Yeah, yeah, yeah we yeah. have them. Um. So he would double sometimes as the presenter and sometimes as one of the contestants. <laughs> so, <laughs> he was so quite good. versatile, you know. <laughs> But his bear- main job was Patrick. But I thought you maybe would have called him something else so your parents didn't know your obsession with Patrick <laughs> Sometimes I may have called him Johnny after Johnny Castle from Dirty Dancing. <laughs> Still Patrick Swayze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, is, that's hilarious. No, I, I was just wondering because like, I've met very few people that have had like full-on imaginary friends. And that's why I was just kind that of... have admitted it. I think, yeah, maybe. I but I'm just saying, like, I, I was my, my, my brother was six years older than me, yeah. so like, I have a little bit of an only child thing, because it's just sort of like when you're 
when I was 10, he was 16. Like there's, there wasn't, yeah. he was out and driving with his friends and whatever. And I'm just like, I'm at home alone. So I would, wasn't a full only child, but there was also a lot of me being alone. And I remember like I'd have, it was always clear that like I would have to have a physical representation. Like I could have that where you're like, oh, the dinosaur is yeah. this and you'll have little conversations. But I've always been fascinated by people who have like straight up like the invisible imaginary friend where you're like, that's Peter. And you're like <laughs> pointing to an empty chair. <laughs> and I'm like, that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> you know, have like, you seen um, there's a TV show called Moon Boy? No. It's um, set in Ireland in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't ripped off Moon Boy. But um, it's this little boy who has an imaginary friend. Uh, Crystal Dowd um, plays the imaginary friend. Right. It's such a good, good show. Okay. But yeah. It, it, yeah, I'm, always, I'm, I'm fascinated by people who have like fully imaginary friends. Yeah. I was like, that to Empty me, space is yeah, the Yeah, like, that blows friend. my mind. I'm like, that you like literally are like, you're imagining a person there who's not there. And I was like... That's crazy to me. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Like exactly. just as a kid who played a lot of make believe, I was like, that's next level make believe. It's like, full on commitment. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you're faithful to that friend. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. uh, all right. So we're just about out of time. We're just, we usually wrap up the show where uh, we ask you to do your, uh, your, your best, pitch. your best beer tent pitch. So like your 30 second, one minute, we're sitting there and you're just like, got a flyer in your hand. You flyer us and you try to make us come to the show. Great. Um, so come to get your shuffle on Montreal Improv. It's a fun-filled interactive ride um, exploring the absurdity of human banality um, <laughs> um finding the the universal in the personal. Um, and it's just, yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. And when's your opening night? Um, Friday... So tomorrow, tomorrow in podcast. Tomorrow in yeah. podcast. <laughs> it's a midnight show, eleven fifty nine. So okay. if you want to get your your imagination on, yeah, exactly. bring it on. Do it. I think, is this a good show to be at Tipsy? It sounds like it wouldn't be the worst. Oh yeah, because I was like eleven fifty nine on a Friday. Yeah, like I think that's go and get some childlike wonder that's into your it. tipsiness. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like a good way to like end and begin a night. Yeah. That's, that's it. it, and then that's head on to head the out to 13th. 13th hour. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Boom. There you Friday go. Night Friday plans. night booked. Yeah. So if you, we have if you, you forgot to go tonight to Fringe, or we're like, oh, I'm too busy, go tomorrow night, yeah. and then you'll be able to see the show. There you go. Get your tipsy on, and then 13th hour. That's Sounds it. Like a great time. Thank you so much for coming Thanks out, Laura. So that much. was great. Thanks, Those sweet, sweet piano tunes you're listening to right now come courtesy of Leland Beckman and Oral Turpitude. Oh man, that was some great podcasting, wasn't it? Anyhow, be sure, as always, to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, add us on iTunes, buy our stuff, and basically try as hard as you can to make us happy in every single way possible. Uh, of course, be sure to check back every day on 9to5.cc for comics on Wednesdays, podcasts on Thursdays, Scott or Sophie's art on Fridays, and seriously, we'll try as hard as we can to get Zombies and Loathing, Fuck Mondays, and Templars back as soon as we can. Thanks for listening, everyone. 9to5.cc We're not working. Why should you?